On today's show, I'm joined by Maryland's Diamond Miller to discuss the Terps' busy offseason, her injury-riddled 2021-22 campaign, and a film session on her versatile two-way skill set. Lot of women's basketball starts now. Locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, welcome. You are Locked on Women's Basketball. My name is Linda Cruz, and I'm, I'm the Saturday host covering the WBA draft and college basketball at large. Thanks for making Locked on Women's Basketball your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Women's Basketball is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Today's episode, though, is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline is to cover this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. For more on Miller, the 6'3 comp dealt with a lingering knee injury last season. Though still taking home all Big Ten second team honors, she boasted a scoring average of 13.1 points, 2.8 assists, and 4.0 rebounds in 28.5 minutes per game. Also, disclaimer for audio folks, as today's episode is best on YouTube, to get a visual of the film we're breaking down. Anyways, now on to my discussion with Maryland's Diamond Miller. Let's start with Coach Coach Freeze's on-court coaching philosophy and your role within that system. So Coach presents you all with a lot of quick hitter options to generate early offense, but also flow high-low actions out of her continuity settings. So what drew you to that style of play as a, as a premier high school prospect? Uh, just definitely the speed of how they score was always something very attractive to me. It was just like, a lot of fast-paced transition, and I love transition offense. It's easy, quick buckets that you could get without having a full five-on-five defense guarding you. So all that just uh, uh, drew me to come here, and not just that. It was just, like, when we were to, like, sit down and stuff and go, like, five-on-five, she put people in the right situations to be successful, and I really admire that. So during your recruitment process, what other were you considering any, any other schools besides Maryland? Uh, did you visit anywhere? Uh, what was that like? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just like any other um, high elite athlete, there was a lot of schools calling my name, and I just had to visit a lot of schools just to make sure I picked the right one for me and stuff like that. So yeah, I definitely visited a couple and saw what I needed to see from those schools. So one thing that's super interesting with Maryland is we've seen a lot of overturn in talent. So like when you were um, like an underclassman, you played with like such as uh, Shakira Awesome, WBA lottery pick. Mm-hmm. You also played with Kyla Charles, uh, Tyler, Taylor Mikesell, um, Angel Reese, Ashley Owusu, a lot of talented players. So what do you think like contributes to this overturn in talent? Like um, what do you think? Is, like, Are there any specific reasons you think that players are coming in and out? Uh, what do you think with that? Um, I just think um, when you have a team full of a lot of elite athletes, people mm-hmm. want certain things out of their career and stuff like that. So it's can be kind of competitive in practice and stuff. It was actually a lot of fun playing with all of them in practice, learning from one of like really great people on the court and off the court. So it was just people have to do what best for them at the end of the day. But yeah, when we were all on the court, I just remember it was always competitive and it was always 
a place I wanted to be in because it was one of the best places, the mm-hmm. best players on in the country. So let's like move on to your junior season. Did you notice yourself becoming more hesitant on that knee post-injury? Because like prior to that, um, your burst and motor really st- stood out to me. Yeah. You had to be like, go, go, go. You were just nonstop up and down the court. Uh, didn't really slow down, just super fast. Did you notice yourself being like just kind of hesitant on that knee? I mean, absolutely. I mean, uh, that knee injury was long lasting and stuff like that. And it definitely played a tone on my uh, confidence and stuff like that. Just trusting my knee again and just knowing that my knee was good was kind of hard for me to adapt to just because of the pain I felt when I wasn't okay. So um, mentally, it was definitely harder to adapt to my knee injury than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, there was some hesitance. I was a little hesitant sometimes, but I tried to push through as best as I could, but obviously I didn't do as good mm-hmm. as I wanted to my junior year. So like with that, you, you lost like a lot of game, you lost some game reps some practice reps. Yeah, exactly. So what part of your game do you think you focused on most this off season? Just kind of like to kind of get back to where you were before that and improve your game as well. Yeah. Just getting like my mojo back. Like, like you said, I lost a lot of reps and stuff like that. So I wasn't even allowed to play basketball, which was hard for me to comprehend. Like, what do you mean not play basketball? So the fact that I wasn't able to play really threw me off my mojo and stuff like that. So th- this off season, when I, excuse me, when I was allowed to play, all I wanted to do was just play basketball and stuff like that, just to get the feel for the game. And I think main reasons last season where I struggled is I lost the feel for the game and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I have some clips mixed in from your um, sophomore and junior season. So we'll okay. see. So we're going to start with your, like, just kind of let me know, like, what you see. Um, I'll give my input as well and just kind of go through uh, some of these clips. So here we just see you uh, pushing semi-transition. You really u- utilize that spin a lot, I notice. Yeah, yeah that's, um, spin move is a good go-to for me. I'm so long that, like, when I spin, people can't reach it. So I do use that fairly oft- often. So we see here another hard drive, no screen. Yeah. Left hand finish with the offhand. Cross pass Veronica. This one. Yeah, the goal is just to get to the basket at any means necessary. That was a lot. That was through a lot of people, though. I don't even know. Yeah, how I, I think like that. right here, you so you have that you have that person on your hip, and then you have, there's like Veronica right there. Yeah. Cross. Uh, yeah, just, then we see here he has like an outlet threat. Euro. Yeah. So that, that's what I was like mentioning earlier about um your up tempo offense. There's a lot of quick hitters. There's Ashley hits you out. Yeah. I think that's what makes my game so like beautiful. It's just like my transition. Like when I'm like when I feel like there's a lot of space, that's where I really feel like more the most confident and stuff like that. So then more half-court settings. You're also yeah. another cross, another spin. <laughs> yeah. I What I like about this is it's just like a lot A lot of your finishes, you'll you'll finish like with your arms like super outstretched, just utilizing that length um, more than just like a lot of players like your size will want to like put, put push their shoulder first where your 
more uh it's like a kind of like a finesse driver i would say yeah kind of utilizing your creativity we see another one right there yeah a lot of combo moves i like those and we just see like kind of it's like kind of like a little bit of an iso right here mm -hmm. a lot of yeah just a lot of space to operate That was just a good read by Shy. Yeah. Cutting. I just think yeah, just your availability as a cutter, because we can just notice, yeah. Every every defender has their eyes on the ball handler. You notice the you notice that cut back. Yeah. So then also your passing ability, which is like uh it's passing is one of the more fun things to watch, especially from someone at your size. <laughs> yeah. We have some mixed in here where you're like in the open court. We see you uh, lead a transition break, find a kickout shooter. Cash. It, oh, oh, we actually missed that. I oh. missed it, but like, so you, you kind of get you kind of get the defender off balance, which is what I like mm -hmm. here. Just like, yeah, and just taking advantage of uh, they weren't getting all the way back. And yeah, that's just an easy read, close mm -hmm. wide open. Paint touch. You draw the help defender and you just hit a little overhead here. Um, I just think you can, you can make a lot of passes at different angles. Yeah, I don't know how, but somehow. Because yeah. <laughs> like yeah. some, you'll, you'll be like um, on the move. Other Like 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 the last couple I've shown, you were like, uh, you had your feet planted and then you just kind of like wrapped it around. Yeah. We see on the short corner right there, just trap. See yeah, yeah. A little bit of trap, and then another cutter, and you just a little bit of an overhead one hander. Yeah. Another another wrap around where you just kind of like plant your feet. Well, right there, I was a little stuck. <laughs> the baseline and the two defenders, so yeah, I couldn't really move, but yeah. It's like easy yeah exactly another easy read where you just like, yeah exactly two people come to me person diving so yeah just understanding um where you're just where the defender's at but also where your teammates are at especially in an up-tempo system it's easy just to kind of get overwhelmed uh trying to play fast and can come out of negative at times but yeah but i think the best way about like the up-tempo thing is that the reads are mostly advantages and disadvantages so sometimes you're running as a three on two what are you going to do and it's just reads like that that or when they trap you you know someone's open just finding the open player and stuff like that so that's what makes the offense fun but also I can see how it could be difficult too if you can't make those reads in a high pace level because what makes it fun from like someone like me neutrally watching these games is mm -hmm. In fast-paced systems, you're more likely to have – you're not going to be, like, schemed into an offense where you're going to have freedom to make plays. Yeah. Because some teams, they'll have, like, some, like, very specific Princeton offense, for example, where they just have a bunch of cutters, uh, just a lot of kind of, like, scripted reads into their offense where y'all are playing in, – in transition, you see a lot of those moments where you're just, like, making reads without, like, a set. You're just yeah kind of improvising. Mm-hmm. When we return, Diamond and I will wrap up our film session on her defensive versatility. But first, I need to tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting this season. Find out your latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth articles on every game you can find. The fastest and easiest way to check out all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, 
MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So your defensive event creation, uh, forced turnovers. So we see on this first one, you're guarding like five foot nine guard and Veronica. Yeah. Shut down. Mm-hmm. So we see you as a little bit of an interceptor right here. Come in yeah. there. Then in transition, chase down block. <laughs> so how do you think coach, like whenever y'all are in practice or like just kind of like um, preparing for games, where does she view you like as a defender? Like what, what is your specific role within the system? Like what is she telling you exactly? Um, play hard, be a pest, um, use your limp. I hear that a lot <laughs> and rebound and stuff like that. So basically use what I got to my advantage and do it very well. So like high hands, always moving your feet and stuff and don't get beat because I'm very capable of playing really good defense and don't get, and don't be lazy. <laughs> don't take plays off. Uh I'm not saying like comparison wise, what players do you think you enjoy watching? Kind of like kind of pick 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 and choose like some you can like learn from them. Like are there any players yeah. that um absolutely I love the way um Dewana Bonner. She's really, I, really skinny. I've heard that name a lot with your with your game. Yeah, she's really, really skinny. And mm-hmm. like I just like how I feel like I'm kind of skinny too. So I just like how she's able to still do what she has to do no matter her size. I mean, she's really tall, but Mm -hmm. um, she's just not as big. She's more skinnier. So, like, I feel like she does really good in the lead. So I feel like I kind of play like her a little bit, like that long, lengthy type person, drives to the basket but likes to shoot threes, but could pass as well and stuff like that. And, yeah, I like watching her play. That was Really exciting to see. So, ahead of this season, uh, y'all are probably gonna have another really good team again. How are how, how do y'all feel about the new the newcomers coming in? We know we have Abby Myers uh, from yeah. Princeton, elite shooter. So, wh- where do you think like where how are you gonna be asked to step up? Like, because you also don't have Katie Benson, which was like your experienced guard Top shooter, yeah. yeah. I mean, Katie was going to not be here regardless of what happened. So there was always going to be an adjustment period. And I think with any team, when people leave, other people come. So you just have to step up and adapt. It's basketball at the end of the day. We don't want to overthink this. And we're just going to play our game. Obviously, we don't have the same players. So it's going to be a little bit different, which is expected. But um it's still the same style of play and stuff like that. It's just with different people and different personnel. So it was actually really exciting, to be honest. No, I think it's November 11th. You guys play South Carolina. Yeah. That's going to be a really exciting game. Uh, they have a lot of, like, uh, athletic wings. On their team, they also have like, Leah Boss, another. Yeah. Did you play it, play with her at all at Team USA? Mm, I played with her. I got – I was fortunate to play with her and Zaya. Zaya. Zaya was in, like, very young, like, in high school. And uh, Leah, I just played with her recently last last year. Yeah, last year, last summer. No. Yeah, last summer, last summer. Not this summer, last summer. So, 
very fortunate. Um, she's a great player. As you may know, she got player of the year. So, uh, yeah, it should be very exciting. I mean, just to see where we stand against uh, the AP pool came out. They're number one, right? Yeah, they're number one. Yeah. So that should be really fun, but just exciting. I didn't get to play in those games last year, so I'm just really excited. Oh, yeah. Conference games. Yeah. <laughs> so. Didn't you return? Like, when did you return? Like, was it like? Was it, it was December. The end of December, we played Coppin, Coppin State. Uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, we played Coppin mm-hmm. State and stuff like that. So that was my first game back, and it was – I couldn't breathe. When, when did you suffer? When did you suffer the injury? It was like in, well, I first noticed pain. It was like October-ish. Then we tried to fix it. It was, we tried to do like a shot, like a PRP shot that didn't really help and stuff like that. So I, I officially heard it probably like in October. I don't remember the actual date, but like, it was like sometime in October. So that was right before the season literally literally right before but i appreciate you for coming on and doing this yeah for sure thanks for making lost women's basketball your first listen every day we hope you enjoyed our discussion with diamond miller an intriguing WNBA draft prospect that will certainly hear her name called early this spring for me from me stay stay tuned for additional WNBA draft content as we push to change the way the, the game is covered one day at a time now make your second listen locked on w, locked on NBA. The NBA season is here, and our local experts and, and insiders have you covered on and off the court all season long. All the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcast.